Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hi everyone, this is Trent Sutton with Wild Imaginings, and we are presenting you a fantastical history of Waco. Fabulous tales of dubious veracity, written by Ashley Bean Thornton. (laughs) Hi everyone, this is Trent Sutton with Wild Imaginings, where creativity reigns. Today, I am with a very special person who I'd like to introduce to you, Ashley Thornton. Some of you may know her. It's not uncommon to see her walking about town in her red converse. And lately, it's not uncommon to see her writing about the very town in which she walks. So today, we're going to hear a little bit about her and a little bit about the work that she's been doing. Hi, Ashley. Hey, Trent. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Well, we are so glad to have you here. Well, thanks for having me. This is fun. Absolutely. So you've been working on a pretty interesting project lately. It has been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed it. It's called, now correct me if I'm wrong, A Fantastical History of Waco. Correct. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Uh, Yes. I have been, since I moved here to Waco, I've been very interested in Waco history. One of the things that I do for fun is I have a group called Waco Walks that I participate with. And one of the things we do is walk around different parts of town and a lot of times talk about the history of that part of town. So through that group... I've learned a lot about Waco history and just come to really be fascinated with it. It's such a great uh, town. You know, Waco's been here a long time. So what's fun about it to me is that you can really see the history of the United States, you know, which I was familiar with before I moved here, reflected in Waco. I mean, still physically reflected in Waco. You can still see things that have been here, you know, for a really long time. And uh, that's fascinating to me. And I guess that's that's what got me started. Uh, but, of course, I'm not a history scholar, so I didn't feel like I could write a history of Waco. Uh, so I thought maybe I could write the history of Waco with a fantastical twist. So what you lack in historical credential, you make up for with imagination. Yes, correct. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what, what was the first idea that popped into your head? that kind of led to maybe the rest of these stories coming to life? Hmm. The first idea probably is one that I haven't actually even written yet. It was, what if the silos were a giant confetti cannon? Well, you have to write that. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't figured out the rest of the story that would go with that yet, but I thought that would be really fun if the silos were completely full of confetti. So just walking around Waco, walking around Waco, you just look around and, you know, instead of seeing silos, you see confetti cannons and (laughs) instead of historical masterpieces, you see fairy tales. Some, Some what? Yes. I mean, not always, you know, I mean, I have to walk past something a few times. (laughs) (laughs) 
repetition is key. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, I have to tell you, when I, I, I'd known you before, but when I first came into contact with these stories, it was through a writing group that we right, were doing right, last super year. Super fun, yes. And I was immediately taken with them. Well, and I appreciate that because actually I probably wouldn't have kept doing them if y'all hadn't been so positive about it because I thought they were kind of weird. You know, <laughs> people would think they were a little bit strange, but but y'all were just so encouraging that that really encouraged me to stick with it. So I appreciate that. Well, and without you sticking with it, we would be podcastless. <laughs> right, because there's certainly not enough things to talk about in the world without my little stories. <laughs> no, certainly not. What else could we possibly talk about other than Waco history with a twist? Right. Now, I have to ask you before we get off today, you've written a number of stories specifically about Waco. You've right. talked about being fascinated with Waco history right. ever since you moved here being involved with Waco Walks. For those of you who don't know, Ashley is also the founder of Act Locally here in Waco. You clearly love this city. Right. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? What about Waco has made you fall in love with it so? Uh, Well, I grew up, my family moved around a lot when I was growing up. So, like, by the time I was 18, I had lived at 18 different addresses, you know. So, we were kind of wanderers. My dad was in the construction business, and we moved all around, mainly in the South. Um, and so, I never really had a hometown, I guess. And uh, we moved here 20, I've been saying 20 years ago for about four years now. So, I guess about 24 years ago. <laughs> and it's... It's by far the place I've lived in the longest now. And I guess uh, the second, the place that I'd lived in the second longest was Houston, which I loved. Houston is a great town, the you know land of opportunity. Houston was very good to us, but it's so big. I just couldn't really get my arms around it. You know, so Waco to me is just a terrific size town. There's a lot going on, but it's still small enough that you can walk from one end of town to the other if you want to in a reasonable amount of time. I guess you theoretically could do that in Houston too, but it would take a lot longer. <laughs> but uh, So I just, you know, it's, I've settled in here and it's my, I mean, I realize it's not my hometown where I was born, but it's the mo- closest thing to a hometown I've ever had. And I would say, you know, to get a little bit more philosophical about it, I think in Houston, I was kind of a consumer of Houston. And in Waco, I feel like anybody who lives here can be part of creating Waco. And that's a whole different way of living in your town, you know, taking a little bit of responsibility for making it the kind of place you want to make it. You know, that's possible here. I mean, I guess it's possible in a lot of other cities, too, but this just happens to be the one that I ended up in. So I love that. No, and I'm glad you said that. Um, I think that that's what we're hoping to do with this podcast, silly though it is, right? <laughs> right. We want to make Waco into a place where creativity reigns. That's what Wild right, Imaginings right. is all about. Yes. We want people to imagine. We want people to dream. We want Waco to be fun and weird and quirky and creative and have room for everyone here right, inside right, of right, it. Right. And I think it's really already that way, you know. I mean, I at least that's I have found it to be that way. I'm sure there's parts of town that don't seem that way to a lot of people, but 
to me, coming in, you know, relative to people who have grown up here their whole life, new, it just seemed like there are so many people who are doing such fun things, and it's, it's, I mean, I think part of it is it's still cheap enough to live here that you don't have to, all of your income doesn't have to go to however you're making your income. You can still have a little bit of time. Just the time I saved moving here driving, you know, it's time that I can use for fun things. And I think a lot of people have experienced that. You know, you come here, you're not spending an hour on the road going back and forth to work. You have that hour to do something interesting. Well, for those of you who are meeting Ashley for the first time, you know, just as the rest of us do, that her love for Waco is infectious. <laughs> and that love for Waco is inherently a part of the stories that she writes. Over the course of the next 10 weeks, you're going to get to know Ashley a little bit more, not because she's going to be here every week, but because her stories are going to be performed for you by us here at Wild Imaginings. We're so excited to share these fantastical tales with you <laughs> that are native to our hometown here in Waco. It's truly a Waco specialty written by a Waco specialty that we have here <laughs> in Ashley Thornton. You're going to learn how Lake Air Drive truly got its name, how <laughs> the Alico building was actually built, the secret of Waco's first female doctor, and <laughs> so many more tidbits that you need in your knowledge base about this town, let me tell you. So, Ashley, before we close, do you have any last words or last encouragements or just what you hope that people get from listening to these stories in the coming weeks? Uh, well, what I hope people get is kind of a sense of the magic that's around you. So that that's what I would leave people with is, you know, when you're walking down the road, I mean, the great thing about walking is it's boring. <laughs> and so you can uh, use that brain power to feel the magic that's around you. All right, you've heard it. Waco is a magical place, and we hope that you get to experience a little bit of that magic through this podcast, A Fantastical History of Waco. <laughs> Thank you, Trent. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you for joining us today for A Fantastical History of Waco, a podcast brought to you by Wild Imaginings. We have a lot of other great projects besides this podcast. If you want to check out the work that we're doing, please head to wildimaginingswaco.com. See what we're doing, and if you have an idea of your own, let us know. We love working with people, just like we did here at Rogue Media Network, and Ashley Bean Thornton, the author of these wonderful stories. Join us next time for another fantastical story. This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.